Hey, what's up, everyone? This is your co-host, Xavier, and welcome to the episode one of the Cyber Club podcast. In this episode, Eris and I discuss our experiences IT help desk techs, our 2021 New Year's resolutions, and much more. It has been our pleasure creating this podcast for you all. If you're a podcast junkie like Eris and I, you might have thought about creating your own podcast. Podcast may seem like a huge feat, but all you need is gear, a quiet space, and Buzzsprout, the industry's leading podcast host. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform, and you'll even get a great-looking website that contains detailed analytics of your audience. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. Follow the link in the show notes below, let's Buzzsprout know we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and help support our show. How's work today? That was fine. I just had some issues logging in. Uh, for some reason, my laptop crapped out on me, but I figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, did a lot. Did tickets took forever, man. Um, so many new students. So many new. Mm, go ahead. Go ahead. This is a school job. Full time. This is a school job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so many new students coming in and not reading instructions for the you know signing up, <laughs> signing up for uh, school. So they're just. One thing don't work, they lock themselves up and they come crying to us. So I read a lot about help desk and you know everything that goes on that goes into help desk. I'm not surprised. A lot. I I did I mean I kind of did help desk, but it was like mm-hmm. help desk like on the larger scale, like of the inside rather than outside. Like, hey, yeah. I have this issue. Mm-hmm. And they go to one person and they come to us. Yeah, yeah. I'm very grateful for the position though, but I can see where people get <laughs> they get salty or burned out mm-hmm. and Help us after a while. Yeah. But with me working in customer service so long, I'm so used to it at this point. I dealt with way worse than help desk. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Not help desk, I mean in retail, I'm sorry. I did help desk basically for my church when I was working at. Mm-hmm. You told me, yeah. Um, I mean, I liked it, but um, it, it's so hard to just make it make sense, like to get people to understand, like, hey, like I have to dumb it down, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's hard most times. Like I say, some people, when it comes to technology, they're illiterate. So it's, uh, yeah. Yep, gotta make it make sense. Gotta dumb them down. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not like it's easy for me, but not as hard for like older people in IT. Like older people in IT is like, yo, let me just get this stuff done and then hurry up and go home or something like that. Right. And then not really, you don't get it. I'm this age and shoot, we're all screwed. It's like, yeah, actually, yeah. Lack, like, I mean, yeah. you're this person at one point. Like, right, right. I mean, still with me, I guess this is my first like entry level job. There's still so much I don't know about computers. And on top of that, I'm using Mac at work. I never use Mac, really. I mean, use my girlfriend's laptop a little bit, but that's it. <laughs> so, oh, you use Mac? I mean, yeah, we, Mac yes, yeah, we use Mac, but some of the computers have Windows 10, and that's where the, the consistent re imaging comes in. All yeah. that type of headache. It's all good though, man. I'm learning so so much, so I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, I like I like working on Mac. When I was working at my I guess help desk job at the church, we used the we were I guess it was like back end Dell. Certain like director level position folks had the Mac Dells and the HPs and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I had to get accustomed to Mac. I had my first Mac at that job. Mm-hmm. I don't have it anymore, but no, nah, I don't. I'm not a Mac guy. I mean, I like it. It's mm-hmm. I like the whole ecosystem with Apple and how easy like integrated. So I got my Apple Watch or whatever. <laughs> my phone. I got my yeah iPad. I got my mm-hmm. Mac. Oh, and then Apple TV. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Hey, remember in high school, I remember back in high school in 2010, I think it was my freshman year, might have been sophomore year, when I first started using Mac for real in my graphic design class, my whole world changed, man. You know, with yeah. me being in cybersecurity, you know, Apple's one of the most secure products that are out there hard, uh, hardware-wise, so that's even cooler, to be honest with you. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's literally the only thing other than Sony being mm-hmm. one of the most secure, but other than their, their recent hack that they had with was Anonymous and... I think they had back in like 2014, 2013. Yeah. Nah, I like being able to modify and mod what I have. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of which, I guess I'll go ahead and segue. Uh, we talked about this the other day. <laughs> the foldable iPhone. Thoughts on it? I don't mind it. I've always been a big, uh, I guess, Android guy. But Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of um, Apple's fan base mm-hmm. is either like eh, i don't mind apple i mean i don't mind android but yeah yeah we just like just can't stand android or just even samsung or mm-hmm. motorola just that whole ecosystem i feel like with how apple loves to i guess reuse the old material from other companies because you know apple is um use a lot of samsung's parts anyway right right one mm-hmm. and they turn around and starts like all right let me just roll out this um this phone that's a foldable thing yo the, the whole control panel that's new mm. android's been doing it for years there's no need to be to hooting and hollering over something that's been out for a long time and exactly not exposed to it be just because it's apple i just don't get it man um you know how twitter world's gonna be they're gonna call hot garbage in the parentheses still gonna buy it though <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's how it always was with oh, apple man fifteen hundred dollar phone <laughs> let me i mean shoot and it folds and it folds <laughs> i can finance that <laughs> and, you know looking into the i guess the last quarter uh we just left q4 2020 man um the iphone just settled 113 million dollars in the settlement Really? No. Yeah, with a bunch of I think it was like 33 states uh, over iPhone battery slowdowns, man. You're purposely slowing down your hardware and making you run back to the stores. But hey, still going to buy it, though. Yeah, I feel like a lot of companies do that. I feel like because we recently had that issue with um, the new PS5 rolling out and then all of a sudden, like, yo, my PS4 is kind of slow. My first mm-hmm. gen, second gen, third gen, PS4 is kind of slow. See, I didn't know that. I bought my PS4 pretty late. Yeah, I bought my PS4 in... 2018 yeah 2018 july right before spider-man came out and um it was literally the only reason why i bought it but mm-hmm. so i got the first gen the one with the haptic touch or like you bear the, the capacitive touch right right you push a button you just like barely put your finger on it so with the ps5 roll it out um releasing coming out with uh everyone maxing those servers out mm-hmm. and then um they I guess PS4 users um, felt that effect. And it's all within the same area. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I think um, the Motorola Razor was a game changer back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I probably wouldn't buy the folding phone. I think it's going to um, lack a lot of the hardware, I guess I say like strength to the iPhone by trying to put in a foldable version, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I like the Galaxy. I mean, you see how Apple got rid of all their buttons. Soon they'll yeah, be yeah. rid of their side buttons and charging yeah. ports and literally yeah. everything yeah future. Um, there is one thing i want to mention to you um our first i guess our introductory podcast we didn't really talk about new year's resolutions uh i know that's something you and i probably talk about every dang day even yeah. <laughs> late last winter so i wanted to see if you wanted to go ahead and go to a little bit man i got a bunch of plans for this year school wise uh my career wise so uh, what about you what you got going on i definitely want to 
do better with um, exercise, mm-hmm. working out. I'm not sure if our listeners are aware of any certain type of uh, stigma place within the people in the IT field. It's like, all right, right, yeah, I do IT. So he's probably some geeky guy with glasses or he's just antisocial or just super geeky and has a code and no one understands him other than- Just at a desk all day. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, oh, he's probably fatter or super skinny. One of the two. It was like, um, yeah, I don't want to fit into that stigma or whatever, which mm-hmm. is super ignorant. It's like, I mean, I'm a fit dude. I used to run track. Um, mm-hmm. I play an instrument. I love mm-hmm. video games. Um, I'm super friendly, um, super social. Right, right. I never meet a stranger. It's like, I mean, that's the thing. So I definitely mm-hmm. want to get back into working out, um, get like the ideal weight of, I don't know, 175 straight yeah. muscle. Mm-hmm. In regards to work, school, home life, um, I definitely want to advance in my career, absolutely, with finishing mm-hmm. my education or knocking out a, a whole lot of my mm-hmm. classes so I can advance into. I guess my major classes for cybersecurity because yeah. right yeah, now yeah. I'm doing my my gen ed stuff. And you plan on uh, for, you plan on getting the starting the bachelor's for cyber in the fall this year. Okay. Next year, are you going to start the actual cybersecurity program this fall, um, or are you going to try to start next spring? I mean, I have the printed out I guess curriculum, checking uh, mm-hmm. out what I need to do mm-hmm. at my current community college. So by mm-hmm. then, all right, so let me just hurry up and knock these out rather than just taking some random classes just fulfill some requirements. Let me hurry up and do what I need to do that uh, needed at this school so I can just easily transfer everything over. So I'm not having to waste time mm-hmm. and out more classes needed for. But yeah, uh, definitely the fall mm-hmm. so I can uh, take the cybersecurity class. Yeah, I was doing some, um, I was checking my hours and my credits. As you know, I'm a second semester freshman, so I'm still a noob in tech and school. <laughs> Double noob. But, uh, but uh, I should probably make it there probably spring 2022. If I'm lucky with summer classes, most I could probably do fall of this year. No, not fall of this year. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. If I stayed on track the regular way, I'd be at uh, for my bachelor's degree fall 2022. If I can get good the summer classes, it'll be spring of next year. Uh, I'm not sure what I want to do yet. Yeah, but um, like I said, with New Year's resolutions for me, I'm kind of segue from that. Um, one of my goals is it's knock out the trifecta and CompTIA. Yeah. So um, the A plus, I definitely need to start. Go, yeah. yeah, get back into that. Then the A plus, the net plus, and the sec plus. I am taking the ITF plus first, the um, IT fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much, I got about halfway through the A plus, and I just got stuck on uh, definitely databases and definitely programming. Those are two things I don't do at all. So I decided to go ahead and get the prereqs and then go ahead and uh, knock off the A+. Most of North America, maybe the whole world, New Year's resolution is exercise. Um, so before yeah, before the, the year of dad bod creeped up on us in 2020, um, I was big in Muay Thai and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. More particular, uh, 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu here in Atlanta. So can't afford that right now because I'm a broke college student. <laughs> so... I'm on a 12 week uh, wait with them program. So I'm not going to tell anybody the numbers. Y'all can't see me yet. I don't, I want y'all to see me when I'm looking good. So <laughs> I'm not going to buy no numbers just yet. And besides that, um, I'm an avid kayaker too. Um, I'm really going to try to get out, do some camping, kayaking trips, that type of thing. New Year's resolutions right there. Let's make it happen, man. The word for this year is consistency. Since our viewers can't really see us and don't really know us, uh, let's tell them a little bit about, uh, about us. I guess I mean, I'm not, not trying to be like as general as possible, just a little bit more specific, just so I can get some kind of idea of what we look at, just or just what we do. Just tell them what we uh we like to do for fun or just hobbies or yeah, anything. 
Yeah. I guess I'll go into the hobbies. Uh, like I said, I prefer, I love kayaking in the summertime. I love being outdoors. I love spending time with my girlfriend and my, my dog, Bolt. Used to be an avid gamer, not so much with all these academic goals I got. But that's pretty much it. Um, I used to train martial arts, like I said earlier, all the dang time. Like I said, the, the budget right now is not cut out for that. So. <laughs> So it's pretty much in a nutshell. Um, I guess I can go more into detail from my, I guess my career goals too. So for me in cybersecurity, I know cybersecurity is a broad thing. So I guess we could both kind of go into detail of what exactly we want to do. When I graduate out of college is to either be a, a SOC analyst for a little bit of time and get into penetration testing. But the real goal is for me to be into offensive security or even purple teaming by someone get out of college. And for the users that don't know what purple teaming is, that's when you're on the um, blue team, the defensive side and the offensive uh, team, the red side. So kind of the dark side versus the, the fourth side where they say Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The best of both worlds. So, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Um, study, study, study for me. Um, cybersecurity is not definitely not an entry level thing. Um, a lot of people that are interested in it will learn that very quickly. I am part of uh, a group called Notion Point where I'm kind of just getting into it pretty much. Um, it's kind of like a cloud-based, it's kind of hard to call it what it, what it really is because they're just not getting in the cloud. But pretty much they offer services for you to get your, your foot into ethical hacking, stock analysts, uh, forensics, all that type of stuff. And most recently they have gotten to cloud compute, computing and they actually just rolled out their own uh, SOC security operation system or center throughout that cloud. So um, that will be something I will go into detail feature in the podcast, but let me stop talking. I'll let you go ahead and talk about your <laughs> nah, nah, man. Interest. Yeah, I'm, I'm sounding like a super nerd over here. Nah, that's all good. But uh, for me, uh, I, I know I told you guys, uh, I like to work out. I, I love bicycles. I love cars. I love motorcycles. I love video games. I love PCs. Mm. I love music. I love movies. I'm a huge cinephile. Me and you the same. I'm sorry, you're good friends. Exactly. Yeah. I love to go day one, the day before it comes out. Um, Dolby. Oh my gosh. I recently just saw, um, not recently, but when it did come out in September, August, mm. it was in it. I saw that the first time I've ever seen a Dolby movie was Tenet. And it was just so cinematically pleasing. My ears, my back, my eyes. Like, man, I love this movie. To this day, um, I think I would say that that's like my second favorite movie mm-hmm. behind The Iron Giant. But, uh, awesome. but yeah, other than movies, uh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love music. Don't know how to make it. I love to play it. Just don't know how to make it. Like, mm-hmm. beef or just lyrics or anything like that. It's like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I got an ear for some good stuff. So, I mean, I listen to it. I love sim racing. Oh, so, yeah, Corsa. Yeah. It's my bread yeah. and butter. Forza, Horizon, mm-hmm. Motorsports, mm-hmm. Gran Turismo. But yeah, my mm-hmm. dream goal or just like my, not necessarily end-all, be-all, but I guess the sole purpose as to why I'm pursuing a cybersecurity degree was simply the fact of, I love IT, not necessarily sure if I want to do help desk type IT forever or any type of break fix type thing. So mm-hmm. IT, generally speaking, is fun, but mm-hmm. kind of repetitive. So I kind of wanted something a little more challenging, not necessarily mm-hmm. something that a whole lot of people do. And keep in mind, this is back in like 2017, 16, mm-hmm. Aries thinking, so age 18, 19. So at that time, I just finished high school. I'm not mm-hmm. sure exactly what type of degree I want. I'm not trying to be the type that goes to school just because my parents say, hey, you should go to school and do right. this, that, and the other. It's like, I mean, shoot, I mean, I might as well just pursue a uh, martial arts degree or something like that or some <laughs> orchestra degree. It's like, I mean, I literally have no idea what I'm going to do with it. 
So I took a break from that. Underwater uh, basket weaving. Basket weaving, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, I mean, it's like, let me just like sit back and think exactly what I need to do or just. Mm -hmm. So um, I looked into the military and the first, I guess, MOD I saw was Mm -hmm. infantry and cybersecurity for the Air Force. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What is cybersecurity? So I looked into that and I'm like researching. It's like, yo, this stuff is actually interesting. So I completely disregarded uh, the military after that. It's like, you know, I need to go to school for this. Right. And so um, from then on out, I was just looking into just sole purpose of either protecting, defending, mm-hmm. and completely the opposite side is consulting or mm-hmm. defending or um, protecting. Well, I guess consulting is a huge term though, you know. I mean, most yeah. people that are in these sales jobs that don't even have a um, maybe a technical degree, they can still be considered cybersecurity consultants who know how to sell the product to, you know, major corporations. Yeah, I'm not looking to, to, yeah. just to sell a product. I'm looking more to provide the knowledge that I've learned and acquired over the years of being a Mm-hmm. college student and then right. I, and also what i've learned potentially mm-hmm. um, after taking my certs and receiving those certifications to become a certified and read mm-hmm. consultant for whatever company mm-hmm. and basically only get paid based on what i know rather than what i can do in an office or what my boss can tell me it's like that i i want to help and i want to teach like i'm a big helper that, that that's me i just i just love to help so it's like and that's exactly why i'm sorry that's exactly why i'm taking this path to get into it i kind of went into it briefly uh last episode this is my third career change you know i first started in blue collar i was a structural welder for the navy um did retail for four years i really um, noticed my affinity towards technology um especially during my, my management time for one year i was usually the technical guy everybody got to you know um the guy overseas, whatever you want to call those guys who work for companies overseas, he will call me to go into the networking room in the back room to help him with everything. So as I realized my disdain for retail <laughs> and realized my love for uh, technology, I had a little bit when I was younger, but I wasn't big on computers like you were when I was younger. That really yeah. pushed my degree. But I'm sorry, I wanted to go ahead and get that in there, so I don't have to say it. Oh, yeah, no worries. So, <laughs> but yeah, man. So yeah, that's a little bit more detail uh, on us for that. I do have a question. I do have a question for you though. Upon me wanting to create this podcast, like I said earlier, I'm an avid researcher. How do you feel about influencers in cybersecurity or even IT? How do you feel about them being college students and giving career advice? Cause I know that's one big thing that you and I are pertinent about not doing until we actually get into our, our desired roles or close to our desired roles. Yeah. How do you feel about that, man? Cause I, um, I found a funny YouTube uh, thread yesterday. I'm not going to put it out on air, but <laughs> don't put it on blast. Yeah, yeah, but I want to have him on the show eventually when we have uh, you know some more traffic and it's beneficial right. for both of us to have him on the channel. But how do you how do you feel about that? About you know influencers doing that college students. Uh, what type of influence though? What what type of I guess? So he's a uh, he's a cybersecurity student. I think at the time when he made the video, he was a sophomore. Yeah, I don't want to say the top of the video. You put me on the spot. No, 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 no. I mean, just basically say like, uh, like here's pretty much only. Like, I think where, his, you, where are you guiding them? Like, what, what are you trying to? What type of advice? Pretty much, to give? pretty much telling them um, why, how not to get into cybersecurity. Pretty much, what are the right reasons? What are the wrong reasons? You know, for someone that has never broke out into the industry before, because in any in any other industry, we look at that person like a phony. But you know, with cybersecurity degrees being so brand new, like I told you last week, there's a college here that just created a whole new cybersecurity bachelor's degree last week. So how do yeah. you feel about, since it's new, do you feel any type of way about it or do you have an opinion on that? 
cybersecurity has always been here for one, but just calling right, right. cybersecurity is fairly new thing as of. Well, I mean, the, I mean the degree, like the surge. I mean, like the the popularity and the surge of the degree. Now, I don't mean like the actual industry. I mean the popularity of everybody trying to move over there because the, the demand is there. Oh, I got you. Um, I mean, for a college student to really push someone to not to is kind of shallow for, for the most part. I mean, you haven't really also been too too far in that cybersecurity pool right, to really right. tell someone, hey, nah, or yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that college students, um, or just the college students in general trying to persuade people not to is, um, I mean, not ignorant. I mean, you just, I mean they, they just don't know a whole lot enough to, I guess, either to sway you either way. I mean, that's that's the yeah. whole reason of being in college is to just understand exactly exactly what you want to do or what mm. feels right or just what you see doing long term. Mm. So yeah, that's true. You never know. He he might have had a classmate in his major that fell out, and those reasons that he's given on the video yeah. were the reasons that he made that video. So you never know. I just want to get your opinion on it, man. Because I was reading the comment there's I enjoyed the video. I watched yeah pretty much all this guy's videos. Uh, mm. He's almost done with college actually, so it's pretty good for good for him. But yeah, it was just it was just funny to see people, you know, get salty in the comments. It's like, oh, yeah, you, you young whippersnapper don't know what you're talking about, you know. hundred uh, percent, I'm gonna do it for money. I have a family to feed. That type of stuff, you know what I mean? Mm. So, but you never know. He's the ones do it for the money, right? That was one of the things that he mentioned in the video, saying, "Hey, this is one reason you shouldn't get to cybersecurity," which is hundred percent true. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But coming from him, you know, people are looking at him like, "Who's this? Who's this guy?" It's hard to do anything just straight for money because then there's honestly yeah, over yeah. a course amount of time, there's no enjoyment in doing it, no no fulfillment. Right. It's exactly. repetition. Right, right. But okay. I'm back okay. home. Well, I guess since uh, we're talking about this, you want to talk about who some of your favorite influences are when it comes to um, our studies, IT and cybersecurity wise? I actually don't know too many people, to be mm-hmm. honest, I guess on the big scale. It's just who I meet along the way who make right. the biggest mm-hmm. impact for me, especially in the IT world. Cause I started out literally just doing stuff at my home and like mm-hmm. IT stuff and helping people as long as I go and just learning as I went. Right. And right. I didn't finally get to the point where it's like, you know, I actually kind of like this stuff and then meeting mm-hmm. more people on the way and then just pouring advice over advice on top of me. Um, as I did what I did. Mm-hmm. So, okay. um, I just mentors, um, right, right. Okay. Employers, mm-hmm. uh, employees, even, and I guess honestly, what do I see on YouTube that just makes an impact enough for me to literally subscribe? So, like, hey, yeah. one subscribe on YouTube says it all. Like, hey, he subscribed, he's there for it. So, mm-hmm. well, I know we both have a common influencer. I think I put you on her, Rebecca Richardson from Texas. Oh um, yeah, she just, yeah, yeah. She just graduated with her cybersecurity degree and um. But uh, I think it's a business focus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she makes some really great content, very talented. And her and other girls at Cyber Collective, they make really good content too. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, go and pull her up so everybody can know, give her, give them that name. That's probably one of my favorite influencers. And as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, Nate O'Reilly with Notion Point. Um, he's been a mentor for me. He's been awesome. And I can't wait to get started on this program and kind of give you guys um, an in-depth review of my studies through him. So yeah. shout out to those two people. Love their channels. Yeah. Oh, there's one, one more guy from, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Go I was going to shoot up the Instagram for, so Rebecca's Instagram is R-E-B-E-C-C-A-J Richard. Mm-hmm. And that's her Instagram handle. And she uh, comes out with pretty good videos and just instructional videos, just even advice or just mm-hmm. the, uh, just a lot of top tens and just information about um, the cybersecurity as a whole. Right. Right. Especially what she does as well. 
Right, right. Yeah, she's awesome. Very solid advice, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I discovered her right before I made the decision to leave my past job and um, really get into it. She did a really good job of answering a lot of questions uh, about the yeah. degree. She had a business focus, but I'm pretty sure our bachelors, like the other guy I mentioned earlier, is going to be very yeah. technical. So I'm looking very forward to uh, us going through the technicalities of our degrees. Yeah. Not, not to downplay her business degree, because that's very important, especially if you yeah, want to no. sales. But yeah, it's awesome. I feel like it would be a good mix of both. I got a big mm-hmm. business mindset and just very very entrepreneurial. So, I mean, I feel like I'll just be going down the business route just by default, not even intentional. So like I do a lot yeah. of like landscaping type work, mm-hmm. just uh, automotive, automotive type stuff. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big mm-hmm. DIYer. I mean, not everyone built that place. Some people are straight employees, some people are straight employers and just a big business type. But, um, right. I think right. is always ideal. Right. This world. And yeah, you, you, me, you're uh, pretty much a, you're pretty much a mini entrepreneur, man. This is a, this is another form of uh, income for us, I mean. So that's that's another, uh, I guess, thing about you, man. You're an entrepreneur, You're working your way up to it. Working, yeah. working. <laughs> I'm I'm a baby entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting my start too. But I do want to mention uh, the guy that I mentioned earlier, Nate O'Reilly. So you can go to notiapoint.com, N-O-T-I-A points, P-O-I-N-T.com, and uh, he has a lot of free, free, uh, I guess, material on there. And I'm pretty sure that his YouTube is at Nato on YouTube. Um, you can really get into that too. You can, you can look into them. Yeah, they have a whole thing called DevSecOps, the Pi Hacker Experiences, which well, I will be doing. I'll be getting my plot, my Pi cluster. It's pretty much two uh raspberry pies together just just computing on there cali linux the whole nine man so i can't can't wait Ooh, shoot, let me do that with you that sounds fun oh yeah 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 man we can do it together i've always actually wanted to own a, a little raspberry pie so i have like a big media server of like i download what i have and mm-hmm. on a virtual server type right and just make it a whole lot easier viewing rather than all right let me just pop my vhs in or pop my dvd and everything so mm-hmm. a lot of that i was just on my pc my personal computer right I, right that I do my schoolwork on, that I um, play my games on. So it mm-hmm. doesn't take a whole lot because I have a pretty serious build, but I've always wanted just some standalone thing to operate and, and serve as my Plex server rather than my PC, triple, quadruple housing, mm-hmm. everything that I have on there. I think your CP is a little bit better than mine, man, but virtualization is always good to have some separate hardware because oh, yeah. <laughs> mine is lagging, lagging, lagging. I've been, I've been trying to learn bash, but it takes me about too dang long to get on the bash to actually <laughs> practice the Linux commands. Oh, wow. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Linux is very fun. I actually did Linux at my mm-hmm. position at my job. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh my gosh. It was so fun. I have so <laughs> many notes of just Linux. Unix, Linux, Unix. It's just yeah, man. yeah. Great OS to learn if I'm um, trying to get into this field. Yeah, but very mm-hmm. overwhelming, especially if you have no idea yeah. what it is going into. Like if you could say, "Oh, Linux. Oh, that's Apple." Like, ah, eh, no, it's not. But <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> Good try, big fella. Right. <laughs> actually, a lot of those commands pour over in two because I actually uh, had uh, I was trying to run Flex off of my MacBook when I did have it. And I was able to go in a sudo and go apply a whole bunch of the commands that I used into my job. And literally, I, I called one of my uh, my coworkers. I was like, yo, I just did this and the other. And I applied what I learned from work into here. And it's like, yo, this is dope. Like, hey, I'm going right. to from a, something that just wouldn't apply in real world. Because how many people have a Linux server in their house? Right, right. Very few, very few. I can probably count 15 that I've seen on Instagram and or YouTube. Well, I'm going to get real familiar with it. I'm trying to be a sweaty hacker, man. So, (laughs) (laughs) sweaty, sweaty. So, yeah, man, we got a. 
So yeah, man, we got school coming up Monday, man. Um, you have any computer science classes just yet, or just nothing but just regular uh, math, nothing science, but, English? Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm taking five classes this semester. Mm-hmm. Um, all yeah, yeah. all all classes I need. Not yeah, yeah. Too fun, but all classes I need, and hopefully I get my A's in this this time. Yeah, man. Just thought about this actually. You know, you and I chose community college for the good price, <laughs> but the caveat is we're taking all these genetic classes. We're taking. We're not gonna. We're not gonna see our cybersecurity classes anytime soon. So that's gonna definitely be some content for any for anybody that's looking to go to college yeah. for cybersecurity. Definitely, man, because uh, it's not fun. But it will be nice when we finally get there and have nothing but technical classes, though. Yeah, I mean, cheaper for one, and mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of most people take their. Genets mixed with their major classes. But one cool thing is if you're not even 100% or even 75% sure about your major in the mm-hmm. next, for, for the next uh, four years or whatever, mm-hmm. it takes out a lot of headache of just like, oh my gosh, first semester, what's my major and what am I going to take with these genetic classes? I just don't know. Everyone else has theirs. Hey, take right. your time. Mm-hmm. Just take the genets. I mean, I mean, you'd be fine with knocking out one or two, one and a half semesters. Right. And um, go from there. Right, right. Uh, exactly. I definitely like the route we took. It's just at the same time, you're always thinking about that. The end goal is to finally get to wherever college we're going to. I guess we're going to the same college. I don't want to say the name just yet, but you know what I mean. You're just always thinking about, okay, when I'm going to get this networking class, when I'm going to, you know, it's uh, especially when finals week comes, all you're thinking about is like, man, I got to make it through here. So I can make it to the next step. And one big thing that I always have to remind myself, it's about the journey and not the destiny. Exactly, exactly. And that's where I mess up all this. I'm always thinking about the next race or the... <laughs> I'm, I'm learning the hard way, but I'm learning. Yeah, you have the destination, and I have yes, to apply it to a lot of stuff. Are you familiar with Amazon? Uh, Amazon Workstation, AWS? Yeah, Workstation Web Services. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't know what it's called. I know when you go in there, you get workstations, so. though. Um, no, I'm not, but I know that is a lot of a very sought out thing to learn. Um, I haven't really looked into yeah. it, though, to be honest with you. I've probably seen one video and I had all thousands of videos and IT that I watched last year. Um, what about you? Are you familiar with it? Well enough. Mm-hmm. So my company, we started rolling that in 2019. So uh, 2019 is when we started rolling into and they were, they're basically saying like, Hey, I'm not telling you you should, but mm-hmm. I'd strongly advise of you to get some type of cert inside of AWS, Amazon web services. Same thing, with, same thing with cloud computing too, man. There's a whole bunch, but I feel like Amazon is just mm-hmm. on the constant rise. Cause like, I'm pretty sure it's knocking out VMware, mm-hmm. just the, uh, the VM types. Cause I mean, it's literally a whole digital virtual data center. And a lot right. of companies have data centers. Mm-hmm. So a lot of companies, they migrated from hard servers to virtual servers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most companies didn't even have servers. Like what's what am I supposed to do with a server? I mean, I, I am, I'm a mom and pop shop. It's like, Hey, You'd be surprised. So just having that know-how and just that knowledge and certification, Mm -hmm. just setting up the VM or even AWS for Mm -hmm. a company would be a big headache Or if if a lot of people weren't aware of that. A lot of it going further from 2020 on big, big AWS. So, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are 
consultants for AWS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and they're very, very big on the know-how. So that's also another little venture you can go down. Oh, I'm definitely going to do that. That was probably going to be one of my, I guess you call Cloud Plus a kind of advanced There is a really good uh, LinkedIn post um, from Ken Underhill. He's one of the main, I think, educational directors for Cyberary. For those of you that don't know what Cyberary is, it's pretty much a cybersecurity academy. You can go on there, take labs from great instructors. He's one of the main educators and instructors on there, but he made a really good point. He's saying, hey, everybody's going for the A plus and everybody's going for the trifecta, the sec plus, the net plus. Learn cloud, that's where the future is. Yeah. I'm kind of hacking up what he said, but that, that's kind of along the, you know, along the lines of what he's saying. And he's one of the biggest influencers in IT, cybersecurity as a whole. So if he's saying that, there's something yeah. to that. And uh, just so you guys know, I can kind of go through his certifications for you just so you can understand his knowledge. I don't really know some of these acronyms, but I know the CEH is a certified ethical hacker. He has a CHFI, which is a forensic cert. He got through his college and he has MSCSIA. I don't know. I'm going to try to figure out what that is. Yes. It might be Microsoft. I don't know. He has a master's of science, West governors. And he has a bachelor's from Australia university. Someone like that saying, Hey, get in the cloud. I'm gonna get in the cloud. So that's one thing that's going to be on my, uh, I guess on my list for 2022. I'm glad you mentioned that. I guess even cryptocurrency is really based on a cloud. So um, protecting that, you know, we always hear about people sneaking in and taking coins out of vaults all the time. Yep, everything's integrated these days. Yeah, so it just yep. makes it so much easier. Yep, yep. That's why cybersecurity is an important, <laughs> <laughs> an important job type. Can't knock it. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up, man. Now, this is a great conversation. I look forward to. Uh, continuing the podcast with you brother it's going to be awesome um oh yeah absolutely i loved it every minute of it i'm ready for the next episode it's kind of two sides of one coin man we'll be able to help the people that are um, maybe in high school or just slightly younger than trying to get their start and this right. can also serve as a great thing for, for any professionals that do listen and give us advice um check us on anything we might say wrong on the podcast so it's educational for everybody man so i'm very much looking forward to working with you bro all right man all right. well let's wrap it up that's a wrap. Thanks to everyone that checked out our very first full episode today. Um, shout out to our sponsors, Buzzsprout. When it comes to starting your own podcast and need a great partner, check out Buzzsprout in the show notes below. We would also like to thank our sponsor, Crisp, one of the best in the business when it comes to noise canceling apps for Zoom or Google Meet sessions. You can check them out and support us down below as well. Thank you guys. We'll catch you next show.